Okay, good evening everybody and thank you for staying with SAFM and for joining us on the sports show, SAFM Spot On. Uh, with me, Tabi Somosia, Katleko Mudiba is producing the show. And Patrick Munana is our technical producer this evening. Our opening clip is from the Proteus Test Captain Dean Elga, who was speaking to the media ahead of their departure for Australia today, where they will play three test matches. The first test starts on the 17th, and the, the team is coached for this series by Malibongwe Maketa, the SAA coach, who is the interim coach for this tour. We've spoken to him on the show before, so good luck to the Proteus. And as you can hear from the skipper, it's going to be a tough tour on and off the field if you know what's, what happens between the Proteas and Australia. You remember Mintgate and all that drama that comes with the series between the Proteas and Australia. But we're not talking cricket today because we are coming to you live from EFC 100. It is the big one, folks. It is packed here at um, the venue in, uh, what's this area? Polzov, I think. Uh, Polzov is probably the area, yeah. That's where we are right now. It is such a great vibe. It is so packed here with fighters, with fans, everybody coming to witness um, EFC 100. And there's a big fight happening. The main fight between Nicolas Wende and Nkazimulo Zulu. I'm sure you've heard that promo play so many times on SABC Sport. So they will be on the main card. We've had a few fights already. There are still five more fights to come. So we'll, we'll speak to some of the fighters. We'll speak to the EFC president, Cairo Howard just to get a bit of background on EFC and how far they've come that they have EFC 100. So do join us if you're an EFC fan. Do get in touch with us 0614104107 or any questions that you might have as far as EFC 100 is concerned or EFC Worldwide is concerned. This is your show. I know somebody asked us a few months ago, why do we never cover EFC if we do so much boxing? Well, I hope you're listening tonight because we are here covering EFC 100. So we're going to speak shortly now to the president of EFC, uh, Cairo Howard, who's going to join us shortly just to talk about the big milestone that is EFC 100 and the journey that they've traveled and give us more insight about the boxers, I mean about the fighters and everybody else that is involved in EFC 100. So um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with the... Oh, but no, before we do that, actually, let me give you some scores from the football. Hey, there is the Football World Cup after all in Qatar and Morocco, Africa's representatives, some people's favorite African nation. Morocco are through to the last 16 after beating Canada by two goals to one earlier today. Uh, they, they played a great game there, Morocco, to beat the Canadians. who were already out and they will be joined by Croatia. Can you believe it? 2018 finalist Croatia after a nil-nil draw with Belgium. It means that Croatia have knocked Belgium out. So the golden generation is going home today. Later on, Japan up against Spain. That's the game on SABC. That's the game Victor Gomes and Zakele Suela will be officiating in. Um, and then Germany need to beat Costa Rica to also keep their hopes alive. And they must hope that Spain get the better of Japan. Okay, so let's take a quick breather, Patrick, and then we'll speak to the president of EFC, Cairo Howard. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, so we are about to get underway in the next fights here at EFC 100. But let's speak to the president now, Cairo Howard um, of EFC, just to get more about what is happening tonight. Cairo, uh, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM and for welcoming us here and inviting us here. Oh man, thank you so much for the support. We love you guys, and uh, yeah, it's been a fantastic night so far. It's a big one, EFC 100. Can you just tell us about the significance of having 
EFC 100. As we see some fighters getting into the ring, so I'm going to be doing some live commentary as we go along. So do bear with us here. Yeah? We're very excited to be here. But Cairo, it's a big milestone. I've seen the hashtag. I've seen a lot of people uh, going, making a lot of noise about EFC 100. Why is it such a big milestone for you guys? I mean, it's been 13 years that we've been promoting this uh, sport in Africa and building the business, and this is the culmination of all of that. So literally our 100th event, uh, finishing off a massive year for us. Um, so yeah, we're super excited about it. It's just it's history in the making for African mixed martial arts. And how has the journey been? I guess like building any business, it's tough, you know. But um, but it's been rewarding at the same time. You know, we had to educate media and fans and athletes and everyone about the sport. Um, but the sport is the fastest growing sport on the planet. It's the most exciting sport to watch. Uh, so we're in a great position. We've never had a, a better year before. Um, and yeah, so it's been a fantastic. Fantastic 12 months for us and finishing off with the FC 100 is perfect. And, and what would you say has led to that growth, Cairo? Uh, a lot of it's been, um, I'll say not the word thanks to COVID, but uh, with the lockdowns, we definitely had to relook at our business model and, and restructure it. And we've got a lot more focused on the digital aspect of the business. And now that's ex taken off extremely well. But I mean, to the kind of point of the EFC Facebook page, is the busiest Facebook page in Africa out of any company or brand or any sport team or organization or anything. We have, we have the highest engagement um, and it's all measurable. You know, that's the beauty about something like Facebook, the platform. Um, but we have on average about 200 million minutes watched of our content every month just on our Facebook page. So that's a huge amount of people tuning in from around the world to choose, come out looking for our content and choosing to watch it and engaging with it. And on the back of that, we've been building up, we've been signing new sponsorship deals, new brands have come on board. Uh, so it's just, been a, it's just been every single metric we've got, uh, this has been the best year for our business and our 13-year history. And you said earlier on that you have to educate people about your sport. I mean, what, what, what is that kind of education? Because, you know, some people will say, but it's just fighting, it's a violent sport. What message do you get across? So, so I think that was very much in the beginning. We're talking about 13 years ago when mixed martial arts was very new, it wasn't on television, all that type of stuff. So when we started, it was very new. Now uh, the UFC is massive, you know, Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, people like that have, you know, really built the sport a lot um, and at the same time you know we've built it here in Africa so we've been showcasing the best mixed martial arts action for 13 years we're in the biggest TV stations across Africa uh, so fans have now grown up watching EFC you know you've got a whole generation of people who are watching EFC from when they're 10 years old and now they're 23 you know so uh, those people understand what mixed martial arts is they follow it they understand the sport and the sport is hugely popular globally they, they estimate there's over 650 million MMA fans globally and that's the market that we're accessing, that's the market that we're supplying with this great content. Talking about the market, I mean, it's a packed house here where we are, and I've seen the young and the old here, and even young fighters um, here that clearly are, are, are building up to become uh, professional EFC fighters, UFC fighters. Who, who's the target audience? Who do you target for this sport? The beauty of this sport is we're targeting everyone. Um, you know, it does get a younger demographic. If you look at the traditional sports like uh, rugby, cricket, soccer, it's a much older demographic that generally watches those sports. Whereas, whereas we get a much ooh massive knockout. We've that just we had a knockout here. Who's in the ring now? Uh, that's August Kaimbala just uh, had a huge knockout on, on Eric there. So big, big win for him tonight. Okay, big win. First round win, eh? Yeah, that's it. Okay, you were talking to us about the target audience because I'm seeing young and old here, yeah, men, women, everybody's here. You, you know what's, what's exciting about MMA? It's such an exciting sport to watch. Like this, we just watched a fight. Yeah. That was maybe three minutes, yeah. right? So if you're a fan watching, you can watch something spectacular like that in three minutes. You don't have to watch a 90-minute football mm. game, a 
rugby game and you get nil-nil at the end of it, it's like, oh my gosh, what did I just waste 90 minutes of my life? You know? Five days of test cricket this, and it ends in a draw. This is three minutes of awesomeness, right? And ends with a knockout. <laughs> so because of that, it's watchable by anyone. It's watchable by young, old, but it certainly does appeal to that young demographic, people who watch content on their phones, mm -hmm. people who watch us, will watch that highlight will go around the world on Facebook. This We'll post this video on Facebook and in the next week it'll have over 10 million views oh, wow. guaranteed just on our facebook page never mind our tv viewership that yeah, we yeah, get yeah. so and so yes we are and that's the young demographic and that's the demographic that brands want to tap into you know that's why if you look behind you at the banner mm -hmm. we're a whole bunch of our partners on there and mm. these brands are accessing this fan base you know via our content we're going to get into that because I saw you also brought in a new partner this week but but and then what's the makeup of the fighters where are they from uh, so they're, they're from all over. Um, we, we, from an EFC point of view, obviously the sport's massive globally. Mm. So we get to pick and choose. We get about five applications to fight for EFC every day. Wow. So we get people sending us their CVs effectively, their fight CVs saying, please sign me, I want to fight at EFC. About five a day, every single day. So we get to pick the best of the best that we want. Uh, but we very much focus on Africa. So you see tonight those yeah. you know, Congolese athletes in this last fight yes. against an Angolan athlete. Uh, the main event is a Zimbabwean versus South African. Yeah. Uh, the one before that is a... Oh, it's a... Penning uh, and uh, Yeah, Congolese versus South African. Yeah. You know? So we're representing... We very much focus on the best of Africa. I mean, we do have a Brazilian on the card earlier. I we saw the Brazilian flags when I yeah. was coming so, in. So yeah. we have athletes from all over, um, but we do focus mostly on showcasing the best African MMA talent and giving them the best platform to compete. So, so do you classify them as professionals then? Are they professionals? Can they earn a living out of, out of the sport? So, so we only put on professional fights. So the definition of a professional is that you're getting paid to compete. So we only, we only have paid athletes. So we're a full professional organization. Um, and a lot of them do. This is their full-time job. This is all they do. A lot of them do this and do training people. So they do boxing classes or MMA classes for kids or for other, you know, they're like a, a trainer at a gym or they own their own gyms. So that's the majority of them. Some of them have day jobs as well, other jobs. All depends on them, but a, a big portion of our athletes do this 100% full-time. You mentioned boxing. I've seen a few boxers get involved uh, in the corners of some of these fighters. Nomeva, I've seen him. Jan Bergman, I've seen him there. What's the link there? You know, boxing's got a big tradition in South Africa and Africa. We got Africa's got great boxers, and they are seeing this as you know, this is the future of. of it's, it's not. It's not. MMA or boxing or boxing or MMA we complement each other you can be a boxing fan and an MMA fan we're not trying to take away from boxing if boxing does better more people are watching combat sport more people is better for our business so we support it we love the boxers being involved here um, and you know they're showcasing they're teaching the MMA athletes the beautiful art of boxing as well and and who are some of the brightest prospects right now that we have Oh, geez, man. You've got to look at that main event. You've got to look at our champ, Nicholas Swende. Yeah. That guy is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. So, I mean, if he beats Nkazimulu Zulu, who's a legend, yeah, if he beats yeah, him yeah, tonight, I'll be surprised if we don't see Swende in the UFC straight after this. Really? I'd be surprised. I, I mean, if I was a UFC, I'd sign him straight after this fight. And he's very soft-spoken, eh? Oh, Unlike man, Zulu, who is so confident. He's a gentleman. That is, that is going to knock him out. But he's, he's great. He's, he's, he is an unbelievable talent to watch. Okay, we're going to look out for that main fight. Nicholas Wende up against Nkazimulo Zulu. There. And how's the rivalry between the fighters in general? Yeah, so all fights are different. So some of them, there's no beef. They're friends. They don't really care. Some of them, there's serious heat. So like Cole Helling 
um, and, and Mikishi. Oh, yeah, they used to train together. They used to train together. <laughs> Huge beef, right? So, like, even Zulu and Twente trained together at once, you know? <laughs> but there's not so much beef there. But these two really don't dig each other. So then it's personal and a fight and, and, and. And then you get a little bit of extra excitement, you know? Okay, you mentioned UFC. So is that the natural progression now from EFC? Or is that the ultimate goal for the fighters? Yeah, for sure. That's the pinnacle of the sport. It's like, ask any soccer player in the PSL, would they like to play in the Premier League in the yeah. UK? Of course they would, you yeah. know? And if they get a contract, they're gone, you know? So the same with us. We're, the UFC is the pinnacle of the sport. Anyone who's competing here, that would be their dream. So certainly, 100%, we love it. And we've got so many of our athletes who have been signed to the UFC recently who are doing really well. We've got Dickus Duplessis. I was about to and, mention Dickus Duplessis. And Cameron yeah. Simon, they're fighting next week in Vegas. Cameron's making his uh, pro debut, I mean, his uh, UFC debut there. Uh, and Dickus is fighting a top 10 fighter in the world. So, I mean, these guys are... They're representing EFC and African MMA on the biggest stage. And, and how, how would you say uh, Dickas' progress has been? Oh, it's been awesome. Because I think he brought a lot of attention to the yeah, sport yeah, when he started fighting which, in UFC. Which is awesome, exactly. So for us, it's the best thing. The best thing that could happen for EFC and for African MMA would be for Dickas to win and become champ. Uh -huh. Awesome. You know, then, then who's the next champ? They're looking for them here. Okay, great. And you've mentioned the sponsors. Now, can you just tell us about the support that you are getting for, for EFC? How, how is the support? Yeah, it's been, it's been fantastic. You know, we've had long-standing partners like Restonic, Dragon, uh, Ryan, a whole bunch of different brands that have been with us for many years. Um, but recently, on the back of this expansion that we've had, this digital footprint, you know, we've signed up two American brands in the last two months. Uh, they've looked at us, they're following us from overseas, they're seeing our growth, they're seeing our figures, they're going, these are insane. Uh, the latest one is uh, Ignite. Ignite, yeah, and, I saw and, that. And that's Dan Bilzerian. So Dan Bilzerian is one of the most famous people on Instagram. I think he's got 60 million followers, 30 million on, on Instagram and 60 million in total. So one of the most followed people on the planet from social media. He sees our following on Facebook and he says, jeez, how do I access that? What, I pay you guys, you put me in there, and I tell him the price, and he goes, why is it so cheap? Thanks, Dan. Jeez. You know, because cause I was like, damn, I should have charged more. But, <laughs> but the point is, they're seeing the value of what we're doing. Yeah. They, see, they know the value of it, because he charges people per post, so he knows exactly what that kind of reach is worth. So that's why they come in here with M2 Biosciences listed on the American Stock Exchange. They signed up with us like two months ago. Uh, the fact that we're attracting these big international brands shows the quality of the product and the reach that we have. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are coming to you live from EFC 100 uh, tonight. Uh, where we, and we're currently speaking to the president, Cairo Howard. We're waiting for the main fight, of course, but there's so many exciting fights before that. Henning and Mikishi is the one that uh, there's a bit of rivalry there. And then Gazumulu Zulu, I'm going to play some clips from him earlier on, actually, where he spoke this week ahead of this fight and now he wants to get his title back against Nicolas Wende. That is a big one, the way Gazumulu has been talking. And uh, they were due to fight in EFC 99, by the way, and then uh, Zulu had an injury when they didn't believe that it was an injury, so we're going to settle the score tonight, but I believe we've got a voice note um, that's come through on 0614104107 Let's play the voice note Good afternoon, member You know, I'm one of those who love the sport, the EFC I'm 46 year old uh, Me and my 4 year old son during these games of EFC, we would uh, be glued on the sofa, you know, watching Ozulu Boy, you know. And the DRC guys, you know, I see they are putting their hands up there. And to the president, man, thank you. Thank you. This sport is great now. And it's top. Well, thank you. Thank you for the EFC. Thank you, Tabiso. Thank you, member. 
Is this a scene bloom? Thanks, you must come one of these days when you can. It's even better when you're here sitting ringside, actually. And I guess that's what you were talking about earlier on, Cairo, that um, you are attracting young and old. I mean, he says he's 46, he's four, he watches with his four-year-old and they love it. Exactly. It's a sport. It's, it's a new, I don't want to say new generation because that makes it sound like it's only for young people, but it's, it's a new uh, digital generation. It's, it's a new uh, world we're living in sport, if I want to call it that. There people can access it anytime, anywhere. We make it available to everyone. Because people don't watch traditional TV anymore. That's you know, they watch whenever they can. Yeah, exactly. So we're on traditional TV. We're on, can I mention yeah. broadcasting? Yes, you yeah, can. So, yeah, so we're on Super Sport and yeah. we're on SABC. SABC also. And we're on 20 different TV networks across Africa. So all the big free-to-air ones. So we cover everyone on television. And then we go, okay, if you can't watch it on TV, don't worry. We're going to put the highlights for you on Facebook tomorrow. And we put all the highlights up just in case they feel like watching it the next day on Facebook. Or we go, oh, don't worry about it. We're about to launch on Vodacom. You can watch it live on Vodacom and pay with your airtime if you feel like doing it that way. Great. Or if you don't want to watch it there, you can watch some of the stuff on YouTube. You know, yeah. So we make it available to the fans where they are, yeah. accessible for them. So it's available for anyone. And I'm sure and if they can get through to the live event, come through the live event and watch it here. Even better. You know? yeah, so, so we really try and make it accessible to everyone. Uh, so they can watch it when they want and, and how they want to. Yeah, I see Shomland Dandala is, on, is in the front row here at EFC 100. He's about to get some sweat and some snot on his face. They're sitting <laughs> so close here uh, to, the, to, 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 to the cage. Um, I see WSB also, World Sports Betting. How's the betting element of it? Yeah, I mean, WSB is an epic partner of ours. They've been supporting us for many years and we really appreciate it. But uh, the betting the betting's obviously great, you know. It's exciting. People want to put some money down, back the fighters that they know. Um, but really, it's it's uh, and the fact that World Sport Betting are here, the fact that they you know they've been involved with us for many years is testament to the quality of the product and the fact that they're obviously getting the return and the traction on, on their. So side. do they have a tote here? Can you do live betting? They do. They do. <laughs> really? yeah, they, they, they got the, they do it online here, so they got a, so they'll, oh, yeah, they'll help yeah, you set yeah. up the online yeah, account yeah. and do it. But they've got a they got some promo girls here running an activation, which is great. So all the fans that are here having a little drink, putting some money down, getting involved, it's fun. Talking about promo girls, how's the females out of the sport and the female fighters? Listen, I, I think the female athletes are much tougher than the guys. <laughs> you watch the female fights, the guys are wimps in comparison, man. The guys give up quick and easy. The girls are tough. Uh, uh, so I, I love watching the female fights. Uh, we've got some amazing athletes on our roster. With some of the best fights in EFC history have been the females. Uh, there's none on this fight card tonight. There was supposed to be a female title fight. One of them got injured in training. That's the nature of the sport. So unfortunately, we had to push it out where he did intend. It was supposed to be the co-main event was a female title fight tonight. Oh, okay. So that's been moved into next year. But uh, uh, we love watching the females compete. They're really, really brilliant. And how many tournaments do you put together in a year? So we do 10 live shows a year. So we're starting in March. So after this, we run a show from March once a month through to December. Okay, wonderful. Then uh, we are speaking to EFC President Cairo um, Howard there just to get more about EFC. Uh, if you have any questions, 61 410 is the number for voice notes. Or you can also tweet us. We are also on uh, social media. And EFC 100, I can see that it is the tag that is doing the rounds. So ultimately then, um, Cairo, what, what more do you still want to achieve here? What more can you do with EFC here in, in South Africa and on the continent? Sure. I suppose um, we'd actually be like to do more than 10 events a year. We'd like to ramp that up. Uh, supply, we, we're not producing enough for the, the demand, in our opinion. And we're seeing that on our metrics. You know, we're seeing the quality, the amount of content that's been consumed. We want to create more. Um, and if we put on more shows and we can have more athletes, there's more chance for the athletes to compete. So that would be great. We might launch an amateur league as well to give upcoming guys, you know, before they get to EFC level, more of a chance to really build the sport from, from the bottom up. Um, 
and yeah, I'll just activate more into cross Africa, you know, do some cross Africa activations in places like Congo, Angola, you know, Nigeria, all over, you know, take the champs there, do some press stuff and, and that type of thing. And just finally, you mentioned the youngsters. I mean, if one wants to get involved or they've got kids that want to get involved, how do they start? What are the structures like? Oh, there's so many gyms out there now. There's Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, wrestling. Or get, get, into a, get into a martial arts gym, mm -hmm. find one that's close to you, find one that, a trainer that you like and, and get started. The sooner the better. Okay, wonderful. Cairo, thanks for speaking to us. Thanks for the invite. Thank you, Really guys. great to be here. Looking forward to some great fights. Awesome, man. Thanks okay, so thank you, much. Cairo Howard, the president of EFC. Um, We've got some clips from Kazimolo Zulu as well as Nicolas Wende now. Maybe, uh, Patrick, before we move on to our next interview, let's hear from Kazimolo Zulu, who is the challenger, uh, challenging the bantamweight champion Nicolas Wende. I was the first guy to win this belt uh, ever in this relationship. That's on a history book. And I was supposed to, to, to take back this title on a EFC 19 and that didn't happen so this is my chance now this is my time this is my time to shine and and uh, take what belongs to me it's with something that is right rightfully mine if 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 i'm going to a war i i, I make sure that i am ready so i recraft um, uh, 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 my my skills my skill set to make sure that is um, I'm ready for whoever I'm facing. Also, I have to check uh, what is the what is what is the threat that the enemy can bring to me, and how am I gonna avoid that? So it's called a game plan. So I do have a game plan for this guy. He, he's he's a good fighter. Obviously, uh, it's not that I'm underestimating a, a guy or I'm taking him lightly. He's got a, a good uh, stand up. He got some wrestling. He's working with uh, this guy, uh, Sylvester Chifun, the guy that I broke his face, and. I'm pretty sure if uh, if that guy is uh, is is in his is, if Sylvester is in his corner, he's not gonna tell him to try and um, to st stand up with me. Obviously, they're gonna try and take me down so that they can avoid any damage that I can do to him. But he doesn't know that I have a surprise for him. If he tries that, he's gonna be submitted very quick, and then it will end. If he tries and stand with me, he's gonna be bloody. Yes, man. It's going to be bloody and we'll be in the front row there to get that blood splattered all over us because that's the beauty of being so close to the cage here. But let's take a break. We're going to speak to the matchmaker now and he'll give us more insight into the fights and the fighters and what is still coming up here. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, that's where we are. We are live at AFC 100. As you heard, you can also catch it now on SABC Sport, on the Sport Channel, Channel 124, on the Open View uh, Decoder. But we've got the matchmaker and vice president of talent, Graham Cutnell, now just to give us more insight into what we can expect tonight. Graham, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Thank you for having me. This is so wild. It is. It's Man, incredible. we're doing a, a, a radio show. Thank you very much, SAFM, and all your fans and your listeners. It's amazing. We're Thank like, you. And we're like right next to the hexagon. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the next fight, which is coming up. It's incredible. We're going we're gonna to do live commentary. My Let's gosh. talk about this fight. Who's yeah. coming up now? Who's so in Shannon, the ring now? Yeah, we've got Shannon Fantondi facing Musa Satwape. Shannon is an incredible talent. This kid was supposed to step in and face uh, Nick Wende if uh, Zulu Boy wasn't able to make the fight. So he's actually a stand-in for, uh, for this event. Um, and he actually fights a band. Well, he was moving down to bantamweight. He's mm -hmm. undefeated. He's one of the hottest prospects we've ever signed. Oh. And right across the hicks we've gone from him is a guy named Musa Satwabe, who is no joke. This guy is also running some good wins. He's coming out of an incredible camp, BIA. And if you saw the kind of... Uh, 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 
a workup to this fight and the whole story behind it, the narrative, there was no real bad blood. I didn't see anything when I signed and then all of a sudden the guys met at media day and it all just spilled <laughs> over the stuff that was coming out of their mouths they were just like uh, he was calling him he's called bad news he was uh, Shannon was calling him sad news <laughs> and, and it was just like they, they got more and more animated and during that whole Shannon started to get a little bit like flustered and Musa was cool as it comes man so that tells a lot about a fight how it's going to play out he feels confident in his corner so that's why I'm even more happy now that we've matched this fight and how much does that that kind of hype the fighters if I can say anything 13 years putting fights together if you feel that you are going to get into a fight with somebody and you're confident and you can wear it and and, and I mean that speaks volume is the psychology of getting in there you've done all the hard yards you've you've trained for three months your body can do no more what can what you can do more is get a psychology that you're gonna beat the snot out of this guy <laughs> okay you saying 13 years doing this job this is the big one EFC 100 what did you have to take into account for this card it was a, bit, a little bit of a, a, a strange setup for this card because we actually had four title fights. We got whittled down to, to, to three title fights, whittled down now to two. And I'm actually, it, it's worked out for the best. Let me put it this way, because we can hyper-focus on two title fights that are two of the best matchups we've ever put together. I mean, just headlining this fight card, if we talk about Zulu and Nick from a style perspective, it just, it's one of those fights, you, I, don't want a guy, I don't want anybody to win and I don't want, any, I don't want the fight to end. I want to add an extra round and an extra round because that's what I'm hoping and based on how they fought in the past mm. that we're going to see tonight. Zulu is a legend, well respected. What, what's made him so good over the years? He's, a, he's an entertainer. If you've met him, I'm sure you have. And mm -hmm. he's, incre he's, he's uh, genuine, he's, 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 he's char charismatic, he's a, a funny guy, he's got quips about him. But he's so engaged in his career because his career is about as long-standing as my, as my matchmaking career, which is incredible, <laughs> you know. So what makes him great is that he puts on a show. I've heard Nicholas Wende is very soft-spoken, doesn't talk as much as Ngazimulo Zulu. What more can you tell us about him? Um, he's so we can stand up and watch the I fight. I am going right? to stand up, yeah. Um, what, what, what I can say about Nick Wende is he has been uh, quite... I, I wouldn't say that he doesn't talk a lot. I think the reason that he doesn't talk, he's not very confident with English. Oh. I mean, this is a Zimbabwean boy who really came to the, to the fore in his career very quickly. And he's had to be... He's, thrown in, he's completely thrown into the spotlight. He's been thrown into the spotlight right off the bat. God, this fight's good, eh? Mm -hmm. these, these boys are engaged. They are locked up. You've got Shannon Fantonda looking to kind of bridge the gap there. There's no warming up. They're straight into it. Eh? No, no, no. Th this, this is bad blood. They need to, there needs to be a resolution in this fight. There needs to be a resolution. Somebody wants to finish this fight. And Shannon in his whole career has never gone to a decision. Oh, he's got him in a guillotine choke. Oh, oh, oh my can gosh. Can he get out of there? Well, that's a very difficult position because Shannon's leg is high up. If he, gets, if he bases himself up, yeah, there we go. So he got out of it. So Musa got him way out, his way out of it but if you look at Nick Wende the reason he doesn't speak so much is because he is uh, he's been thrown into the spotlight basically yeah, yeah. and, 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 and um, for those maybe who are listening to us for the first time and finding out more about EFC how long are the rounds uh, so you get three five-minute rounds uh, for a normal fight and five five-minute rounds. Now, the funny thing is with boxing, you get three-minute rounds, and yeah. they are longer, so you get ten rounds. The reality is fighting for somebody for uh, two minutes longer um, and in a space where you're wrestling them and you're not just able to stand and, and, and you know, kind of it's delay tiring, the things. Yeah. These guys are on each other. You saw from the, from yeah. the time the buzzer went, they've yeah. not oh. stopped. They're now on the floor. Oh. Shannon's thrown him on the floor. This is a very dangerous position for, for Musa because he's got, uh, Shannon's got him in full mount, and he can now rein down. Uh, if he's clever, what he'll do is base up his back so he creates space between his chest and Moose's face and then just throw down some elbows and really do some damage before the end of the round. That should be 
what he's trying to you see there we go he's throwing those elbows down and how are the rounds scored um, so they're based on uh, effectiveness and uh, hexagon control you know the, the, the thing about uh, ref or judging MMA is it's probably one of the most um, how do I say this to be politically correct because I don't believe in get, getting into, into the going to the judges I hate mm. it I want the guys to finish fights because judges make mistakes mm. they're humans they make yeah. mistakes and these guys are out there doing their utmost to finish a fight putting their heart and soul blood sweat and tears three months of, of, of it for somebody to, to write a number a nine or a ten or an eight and go okay so basically you have to score you have to score a, a, a round. You get 10. It's the best you can get, which never happens. But it's 9. 9 would be a round. Uh, that's the most effective round. And then the other person will, will score less, uh, an 8. Uh, if, he, if, if it's a, uh, an even round, it'll be 9-9. Nine, nine. Okay, and it looks like uh, Shannon is on top here in yep. this round at the moment from what we've seen. Yes. Uh, for those who are just joining us, we are coming to you live from EFC 100 and we're speaking to Graham Cartnell, EFC matchmaker and vice president of talent. I believe we've got a voice note. Let's play it, Patrick. Let's hear what the listeners are saying. Evelyn Tabiso, I should say EFC is quite very compact. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to, to follow the sport. My question to Cairo is, since he said that most of his fighters are full-time fighters, how do they compensate the, the fighters? Do they have a basic salary or whatsoever? Captain Musi. Okay, thanks for that. Cairo is no longer with us, but Graham, I don't know if you can take that. Well, I pay them, so I can. No, I'm joking. Um, so, as in all combat sports, um, it's modeled based on how often they fight. So the reality is they earn a purse. They earn a, a show bonus or a show purse. So that can be anywhere. I mean, you know, it's a number that we put. I don't want to start naming salaries. Sure. But we get a show purse. And if they win, they get that show purse doubled up. Oh, okay. right there. Yeah, that was a great shot. That was a great shot. Moose is still in this fight, man. And Shannon's looking a little bit uh, tired, eh? a bit tired, a little, a little bit gassed, which is which I'm a bit surprised about because he usually controls the hexagon effectively. He loves getting banged. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now oh I can gosh. tell that five rounds is very long, yeah. yeah. Unlike the three-minute rounds yeah. that we are used to yeah, like when it comes to boxing. We're almost done, 30 seconds, and it's and it's been a long round. So hopefully it goes the distance, yeah. Ooh, lovely. 